It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Faster my crazy day. My pack commute, all those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm James Rapine. A lot to get to on today's podcast, including what you're going to hear from Jim Osarski and Paul Daner Jr. of Cincinnati.com. They have a problem with one of my takes, and they talked about it in their podcast. You'll hear them coming up shortly on Twitter, at Locked On Bengals, at James Rapine. Thank you for listening to today's show. A lot to get to. A lot, a lot, a lot. I already talked to Joe Goodberry. We're going to do some more draft stuff next week. And the NFL draft, if you were wondering, just 65 days away, just over two months. I can't wait. Look, I want speed and speed and speed. And, and one guy I like is John Ross. And I, and I talked about it last week. Uh, John Ross from Washington. If they miss Corey Davis, miss on Corey Davis, maybe take Solomon Thomas or Reuben Foster or someone in the first round, and John Ross just happens to be there in round two, woo, give me that. Give me that, dude. That dude can fly. I think he's a first-round pick. I think he'll go top 15. He'll be a, a quick riser. You'll know more about who John Ross is after the NFL Combine because he's going to light it up. Uh, so much to get to today. But you, you've heard me talk about Andy Dalton a lot. And I think I'm very fair in my Andy Dalton criticisms and my Andy Dalton praise. I think Andy Dalton is a good, not great quarterback. I think Andy Dalton can help you win. He's not going to be the reason you win. So Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com, heard my take on ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW at one time or another. And he's called in multiple times to discuss his opinion of Andy Dalton. And it's simple. I, I'm fine with Andy Dalton, but I want the Bengals to look for something better and always be on the lookout and not settle for Andy Dalton because Dalton is average. Dalton is Kirk Cousins. He's not Cam Newton. Dalton is Kirk Cousins. He's not Andrew Luck. He's more Alex Smith than he is Aaron Rodgers. So if you have that, if you have a guy who's closer to Alex Smith, what's the harm in not being afraid to look in the draft for a guy who could potentially be better? I, I didn't say go out and take someone with the first pick or take a quarterback. or I said, look, there's zero harm in looking. No one even has to know you're looking. I want the Bengals to be open 
to drafting a quarterback at 9, at 29, at 59, at 79. It doesn't matter. It's the most important position in sports. And if you want them to upgrade at defensive tackle or defensive end or running back or wide receiver or safety or linebacker like I do, you want them to upgrade at their most important position if they are able to. That's my argument. Funny thing is, Jim Osarski clearly doesn't understand that. Here's Paul Daner Jr. and Jim Osarski. They do a weekly podcast. It's the Bengals Beat Podcast. And um, it's not every day like us. It's not every day like we do here on Locked on Bengals. But it's a really good podcast. I, I Here's a clip. I got brought up in the podcast, which is such an honor. And they clearly have my logic about Andy Dalton misconstrued. Here's Jim Osarski of Cincinnati.com along with Paul Daner Jr. They both cover the Bengals. Then I get in fights with local radio hosts about the quarterback. Are you like calling up? Are you like you're like AJ McCarron guy, just in another market? You're like calling in the other Dude, markets. I blasted local radio ho- filling hosts this week. <laughs> he texted me. I'm like, I'm coming on and calling you stupid. Who are you talking about? You talking about my boy Hot Take James? Yeah. <laughs> I had to. T- I had, oh, it's like twice now. You came on. Yeah. I did not <laughs> hear this story. <laughs> what yeah, happened? James is driving me crazy with. How the Bengals need to draft a first round quarterback and quarterback? Yeah. With a Q? Yeah. Oh, oh just and here's the thing. We need to have him on the BVP. It, oh. Get him in we the booth. Put him in the booth. Put him in the booth. Put him in the booth. <laughs> Get in the booth. It's, just, James. it's one of those things. It's funny, Paul, because I I it, the way it comes across is like I'm Andy Dalton's like cheerleader. And that's but because he's so the other way of, like, the Bengals quarterback situation is awful. And it needs to be fixed immediately, either with number five or someone else, undetermined. So what, like, who they should take Deshaun Watson? I don't, or... even, know. I don't even look. I saw he's tweeting some stuff, and I was just like, dude, here are facts. Yes. And, and that's, why, that's why it comes – I don't feel bad doing it because I'm like, here are numbers and here are actual production and here's, like, the reality of NFL football. And uh, it just, it you know, drives me crazy. You know what drives me crazy? Politicians. Because politicians take words and they twist them and they bend them so it sounds good. That's exactly what Jim Osarski did there. Paul Daner Jr. clearly didn't know, didn't hear my segment – and that's fine, because I, I've talked about it plenty on this podcast. I'm not going to go on another Andy Dalton rant, but I can't wait to go on the Bengals Beat podcast and debate Jim Osarski and completely own him and expose him for the awful take or, or whatever it is. I'm not mean or bad or ripping Andy Dalton unfairly. There are plenty of quarterbacks that are better than Andy Dalton. And I was listening to their podcast, and they were talking about, like, outside of five or six guys, Andy Dalton's in that next group. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No one, zero people that watch the NFL for a living will say that Andy Dalton is a top 10 quarterback. No one. No one says that because they know the truth. And they know that Andy Dalton is more Alex Smith and Kirk Cousins than he is a a top 10 quarterback. Jim tweeted me during this comparing Andrew Luck's numbers to Andy Dalton's. And he was serious. And he tried to say that the reason Andrew Luck is considered a better quarterback, he implied it, was because of his draft position. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Andrew Luck turns crap into at least average when they were 8-8 eight and eight this year. That offense, that offensive line, worse than the Bengals. That running game is okay, and that defense is brutal. 
Andrew Luck on the Bengals, they're a playoff team every single year. Every, including this year with all the injuries. Would have went to the playoffs. I, I full-heartedly believe that because he's a top-five quarterback, and that's what they do. So to me, whew, let me take a breath here. Jim Osarski is completely wrong on, on his take. He's defending Andy because Andy's a good quarterback, but I'm not saying Andy isn't a good quarterback. I'm saying the Bengals should be open to upgrading from good if that opportunity presents itself. I think my logic is pretty sound. So be on the lookout for that. Whenever I record the Bengals Beat podcast, be a guest on their show, I'm sure I'll at least post the, the debate. I'll definitely post the, ba- the, the debate, actually, between Osarski and myself right here on Locked on Bengals. You can follow me on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. I appreciate you listening today. All right, let's get to some real stuff instead of the Bengals beat reporter trying to be a politician and tweet my, uh, tweak my words like politicians do. And let's dive into some Bengals. Andrew Whitworth says on Sirius XM NFL radio that he'd be open to leaving. That he wants to stay, but he'd be open to leaving. And that, who does that shock? That doesn't shock me. It doesn't shock anybody. It shouldn't. Andrew Whitworth is 35. Andrew Whitworth is a guy who wants to win. He's a player who, sure, he wants to be here if the money's right. But the moment he hits free agency, if a contender calls like the New England Patriots, I could see Andrew Whitworth taking less money. I could see Andrew Whitworth saying, I'm willing to play guard. I could see Andrew Whitworth realizing that he has a chance to block for Tom Brady and play for the greatest coach of all time seeing that opportunity and going for it. Of course, other teams could break the bank and pay him you know, 22, 25 millions for two years. I think the Bengals will be there around 20 to 22 million for two years, Andrew Whitworth. But if he hits free agency and I'm a Bengals fan or I'm the Bengals. And by the way, if you're Andrew Whitworth, you want to test free agency. The Bengals aren't going anywhere. So you hit free agency. It's going to be tough if the Patriots are interested to move on. Or to not take that, to not say, you know what, this is New England, this is Bill Belichick, this is Tom Brady, I want to win, they have a really good chance to win in a bunch of cap space, and they can sign me, they can sign X number of players, and we can compete for another championship this year, I can go out, I can play two more years blocking for the best, keeping him clean, I'm going to do it. Andrew Whitworth to the Patriots, two years, $18 million. I can totally see that happening. Totally. But ultimately, I think he would prefer to stay here. And when he says that on Sirius XM NFL radio, to me, and we don't have the audio, they didn't post it. To me, it's simple. He's saying, Bengals, I'm open to leaving. And if you're the Bengals, this is why I've said all along that Kevin Zeitler should be your priority, locking him up, giving him market value, keeping him around. Because he's in his prime. Andrew Whitworth isn't. If, if you told me Andrew Whitworth had a steep decline this coming season, it, it might shock you because you know who he is, but 35-year-old offensive lineman, eh, he's, he's lucky to make it this long at, at the level he's playing. So to me, I, I look at this, it doesn't change anything. Andrew Whitworth shouldn't be the priority that I think he is for the Bengals. It should be Kevin Zeitler, and then it should be Andrew Whitworth, and Dre Kirkpatrick should be right up there next to Andrew Whitworth as the guy to sign and again, I would I would try to sign all three. I'm about keeping all three. But if you're losing one, I'm not losing two former first-round picks that are both in their primes. Dre Kirkpatrick, 
Kevin Zeitler. Why would you risk losing one of those guys? To me, it'll never make sense. And the longer Adam Jones is on this team, the longer the Bengals... It, it, here's the thing. is Why would you have a team with Adam Jones on it, but not Kevin Zeitler? A team with Adam Jones on it, but not Andrew Whitworth. A team with Adam Jones on it, but not Drake Kirkpatrick. To me, you take that $7 million and you apply it to those guys, and it becomes very easy to keep your big three around. It becomes fairly easy to keep those guys, Andrew Whitworth, who's your best offensive lineman, despite his age he is, Kevin Zeitler, who's in his prime, entering his best years, what should be his best years of guard play, your second best offensive lineman, and your best cornerback from a year ago. To me, all three of those guys are must-keeps. And the Bengals don't view it that way, and they view Kevin Zeitler as easily replaceable, and I don't think he is. And I'll talk to Jeff Hobson about that, about Jeremy Hill tomorrow. Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com, is going to join me. And the Bengals plan on sticking by Jeremy Hill, so I want to have Hobson on to get their take on that. And Rex Burkhead and drafting a running back and talk about all sorts of stuff with Jeff. But to me, if you're the Bengals and, and you're looking at this, Andrew Whitworth is just, well, he's just doing what he should do. Publicly coming out and saying, well, you know, I, I want to be there, but it's up to the Bengals. It's all part of negotiating. Negotiating. It doesn't surprise me. I don't blame him, by the way. There's a real – Andrew Whitworth has to be. Anytime a player hits free agency, and I, you see this when veterans get, get long in the tooth and they're older, anytime a player hits free agency, they have to be prepared to leave. They have to be okay with moving on from the team they're currently on. They might not want to. They might enjoy that city, enjoy that coach, enjoy the franchise, the organization. But if you're hitting free agency, you know, well, if an offer comes along, if something happens, I'm going to be okay with moving. Like we all have our jobs, whether whatever job you have, sales, you're a janitor, you, you work in a factory, uh, anything. You're, you're a pharmacist, you're a doctor. You are always open to something else. If you think that that's something else is as good or better. Like I, I host in Cincinnati and I cover the Bengals and we talk about all this stuff and we do this podcast and I tweet and I do this stuff for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. But that's, and I feel very comfortable saying this. That doesn't mean I'm not open to other cities. That doesn't mean I'm not open to other jobs, other hosting jobs, television, other things. Absolutely. And when you hit free agency and you're an athlete, you have to be open to moving. You have to be open to that because it's a very real possibility then. Things develop really quickly. New England calls. Bill Belichick, he wants you in town. He wants to visit with you, and he wants to sign you today, Andrew. You want to go? Yeah, I'd love to meet with Bill. Boom. Just like that, on a plane to Foxborough. And I keep implying that because I think that that's <clears throat> excuse me, one of the only teams. Andrew Whitworth isn't going to go play in Cleveland. Andrew Whitworth isn't going to go play... I don't even think he'd play in Minnesota. Like He wants to go to a team that he thinks can have a real, real chance to win now. And I talked to him, and he said, yeah, but you never know as far as what teams are going to contend. Like Atlanta this year, they made a Super Bowl run. You didn't expect that at the beginning of the year. And while I would agree with him, I think as a veteran at his age, he knows damn well two-thirds of this league has zero chance, if not more than that, to win a Super Bowl. He's not going to any of those teams. Would he go to Seattle? Yes. San Francisco? No. St. Louis? Heck no. Right? Like, you, you can break it down fairly easy. Denver? Maybe. 
Dallas, if they had an opening, maybe. Philadelphia, no. Rebuilding. New York, the Giants, maybe. Jets, no. See what I mean? Cleveland, no. Pittsburgh, sure. If they had that opening. Baltimore, sure. If he felt like they could win. But most of the teams in the NFL next year, they have zero chance to win the Super Bowl. Zero. None. Kansas City has zero chance to win the Super Bowl. They'll get to the playoffs every year, but as long as Alex Smith is quarterback, they will not win a Super Bowl. Take that money to the bank. Andrew Whitworth, would he go there? Maybe because they win. Maybe he'd feel like, oh, we could get lucky in the playoffs. They're not winning a Super Bowl, man. So to me, if Andrew Whitworth leaves Cincinnati, it's going to be a place like New England where they have a culture of winning and a realistic shot to win the Super Bowl next year. Seattle? Yeah. A team like that. Carolina, if they made the right moves, that could be attractive to Andrew Whitworth. It's just that simple. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're the Bengals, you have to be prepared to move on without Andrew Whitworth or without Kevin Zeitler or without Jay Kirkpatrick if they hit free agency. It's just that simple. And right now it looks like all three players are going to do so. Just like the players, once they hit free agency, they have to be okay with the idea of not returning to Cincinnati. Because, heck, the Bengals, they might like another cornerback. They might like another guard. They might like another left tackle in free agency. And the moment free agency starts and opens, they could contact one of those guys and replace Kevin Zeitler or Andrew Whitworth or Dre Kirkpatrick. Boom. Just like that. And that's how it works. That's how it works. It does not shock me at all that Andrew Whitworth said what he said on SiriusXM, pretty much saying, I'm open to leaving Cincinnati if they don't uh, pony up, if they don't step up. That was the quote. Step up. Putting the public pressure on the Bengals. I don't blame them, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, who's to say it's going to work? I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I appreciate you listening each and every day. So much to get to tomorrow. Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com. And we'll also try to work out the Bengals Beat podcast with Jim Osarski, Paul Daner Jr. Uh, let's see. Jim just sent me a text. Jim is on vacation this week. Next week, he has the NFL Combine. And the week after is what we'll shoot for. So that coming up in a few weeks. Joe Goodberry on Draft Talk next week as well. We're rolling. We're getting the guests in. I'm going to try to get a few more different draft guys in here. Uh, Richard Skinner from Local 12 covers the Bengals. I'm going to get him in here as well to record a, a Locked on Bengals podcast with me. There's only 65 days until the NFL draft, and free agency is much, much sooner. We're your one-stop shop for all Bengals coverage. We do this daily. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. takes a lot to get excited about a bag but most bags can't save you 20 percent on auto parts that's 20 percent off headlamps 20 percent off oil filters 20 percent off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent napa reusable bag so tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores while supplies last minimum three items exclusions apply offer ends 10 31 17 did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, 
every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.